0: Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different
1: self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we are back to explore more from the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, feedback from our wonderful listeners and our challenge of the week. Welcome back to Self-Care Club, the
0: epilogue show. Welcome to Friday's epilogue show, where we are taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of worrying but first
1: review of the week we have another review hooray you know what this is what this is a sick case of ask for what you want and you might actually get it because we haven't asked for a review in ages and guess what we asked for one. We didn't get any. And now we've asked for one. And guess what? We got one. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so pleased that that horrible review is not at the top of our reviews. I know, but it did make me laugh because it was so ridiculous. Called a shallow.
0: In the shallow. La- 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 no, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. In that way. No, no, In the no, sha- la- no, no, no. La- 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 this <laughs> Lady Gaga.
0: I mean, I'm so happy to be called Lady Gaga.
1: I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> lady Gaga. <laughs> I was saying, don't do, don't do Lady Gaga. Don't trash her song. And that song is an amazing song. an amazing amazing part of the film. One of my faves. Anyway. Let's hear the review. Let's hear the review. My favourite podcast! Yes! Exclamation mark. I love listening to these two smart, thank you, and funny, thank you, ladies, talk about self-care practices. Thank you. I <laughs> I look forward to a good laugh and to learning lots every week on Tuesdays and Fridays. By the way, it comes out on Mondays now and Fridays. Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. Or maybe that's when she listens or on maybe. a Tuesday. But they are released Monday, Wednesday and Friday. It feels like listening to two of my friends chat, which I love. Oh, we love that. I've started manifesting, drinking matcha and using a period cup. How amazing is that? Thank you for bringing this podcast into the world. And that is from Katerina. Thank you, Katerina, for bringing that review into our lives. How lovely is that? I do feel like she's on catch up. Because a lot of the things that she's yeah, they doing are early, early shows. Those early ones shows, manifesting drinking matcha yeah. is not that early. That was about a year ago. The, the menstrual cup was pretty early. That was, I think, one of our first three, four, maybe. Yeah.
0: Was, so anyway,
1: one, listen to mushroom tea because if you like matcha, I bet you're going to love the mushroom tea, Caterina. But if you don't, like it, turning her don't don't feel like you have to drink it, Caterina. If you don't like it, I, I wasn't forcing her no, I to drink it. I know because just, I'm just saying that Lauren has called me twice now. Twice. A self-care bully. I have. It's true. Well, that's not very nice. <laughs> Is it? I think there are worse things to be called. Are there? Definitely. I don't like the word bully. Pusher? Yeah, right. Self-care, <laughs> self-care feeder. Self-care feeder. <laughs> Do you want to explain why you called me a self-care bully? I was drinking a shot of the... Ginger. The ginger, ginger cayenne...
0: Lemon shots yeah yeah and i
1: wanted you to try it and yeah. you said no yeah. i put the video up online i and said you like,
0: no such self-care i said no quite a few times you did yeah you did i just wanted you, you to kept try pushing it. the
1: point anyway yeah and then yeah. this week oh yeah what's happened this week? i wasn't well you weren't well yeah like really not well yeah like proper sick yeah i wasn't well like full of cold feeling shit bad stomach like crawling around you know when Minging. you're like desperate to get to Dying. bed hasn't put a bra on for three days, no, like that kind it, of yeah. ill, yeah, was weren't that, you? It was like that. Right. Yeah. So then Monday, she texts me saying, I've been up since God knows what with a bad stomach. I f- I'm a wreck, were your words. Yeah. And we record on a Monday. Mm. And I said, well, let's not do that. Let's just record another day. So now we are recording on a Wednesday. And you were very adamant. No, we just need to get it done. I've Ollie's away and I'm on my own and I've just got to get on with it.
0: Yeah, I was like, I'll just chuck some drugs down my neck and I'll be there. Yeah. You were like, no, thank you. I don't really want your germs. Can you just go back to bed? Yeah.
1: And, and that's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we've got a really busy week. We had quite a few meetings booked in and I need you well. I don't need you more depleted. Yeah, so she bullied me back to bed. Did you go back to bed? I
0: went back to the couch. Did,
1: did you like with your tail underneath your legs? Yeah, and I sort of put a blanket
0: over me <laughs> and sat there <laughs> quietly reading the Sunday papers on a Monday. Feeling
1: like I was bunking work. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. But,
1: you know, come on. What's the lesson here?
0: Oh, well self-care when you're sick and rest, two shows that we've done.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you just have to be sick. You're like, I hate being I sick. I hate being This It's <laughs> such a waste of time. I can't stand it. It isn't, actually, because sometimes you just need to reset.
0: I'm an impatient patient.
1: Oh, God, I felt so annoyed with you.
0: Why? For being an impatient patient? No. For for being not
1: well? No. Why? For for refusing to believe that you weren't well and for refusing to rest and get better. Well, I I did rest
0: and I am feeling 90%. Good. I mean, you can still hear I don't sound perfectly fine, but mostly fine. Right. Let's get on with worry.
2: How are you getting
0: on with the worry? I mean, (laughs) I still like to worry, but I wasn't worried about my
1: health this week. No, because you've already said that's not something you worry about. No. I, I mean, I haven't done a lot of worrying this week. Has Has the show helped you? Has that research and the how-tos helped? I definitely feel like that tool of acknowledge it, say hello,
0: wave goodbye, it is good. Yeah. It is good because it's something very quick but also very tangible that you can cling on to yeah. in a moment of worry.
1: Say hello, wave goodbye. Yeah. yeah.
0: Don't ignore it. Don't brush it under the carpet. And also that bit of just... Being a little bit nice to yourself, going, you know what? It's okay to worry about this. Let's worry about it for a little minute and acknowledge it. It's fine. And then just let it go. We're done with
1: that worry now. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite good. Okay, good. I'm pleased it's useful. Mm. I really can't say very much because I don't struggle with this. You're very lucky. I am lucky. Yeah, Um, But I think it's more... Uh, luck than anything else it's not something that oh i've worked so hard through it and now i don't worry i just my mind just doesn't just not made that way i'm just not made that way Hmm. and i'm very grateful for it yeah our listeners had a lot to say about worry bless our listeners what a little lot of worry warts you are oh let me hear what they had to say Bryony says, yes, I worry most of the time. Katie says, I'm a huge worrier and I also overthink and cause myself unnecessary worry. Well, I think Mm. actually most worry is unnecessary, wouldn't you say? A lot of it is, definitely. A lot. Faye, yes, I definitely worry and overthink situations. Ella, I've trained myself not to do it. It's a waste of time. Good for you, Ella. Nice. We want to know how you've done that. We want to know how you've trained yourself Mm. because we need more information. Mm. She says, turn it into trust. And ask for help from the universe. Ooh, that's great.
0: Okay, interesting. Very interesting. A week of
1: trust. Very interesting. Do you think trust is the opposite of worry? Yeah, I guess it is.
0: Because you're trusting that everything is going to be okay.
1: Yeah, I I guess it is. Yeah. Izzy says, I'm a very bad worrier, really struggling with it, especially since I moved country. Well, Mm, Izzy, I really hope that this show is helpful and useful to you. Um... Cheryl says, yep, when my head touches the pillow, all the bad thoughts start to circle. Oh, Cheryl. Cheryl. Get a weighted blanket. Do you reckon yes. that'll help? Yes. I think that'll be quite soothing for her because that's an anxiety thing. Good idea. Isn't it? Oh, thank you. you like that? Laura. Oh my God, I so am. I worry about everything. Never used to. Must be my age. Laura's just turned 50 because she's a friend of mine, so I know yeah. who this is. Um, and I would have thought that it would get better with
0: age. no. From what I understand, perimenopause and menopause, which is when you're around 50, can spark a lot of anxiety, even if you were never an anxious person before. People report panic attacks and generalized anxiety. And my mum, who I would say is definitely not one of life's warriors told me very recently and she is about to turn 70 That as she has gotten older she worries much more of the time should she just generally feels like she
1: worries more she worries about things more
0: that's awful yeah she said it's definitely an age
1: thing you know what i've noticed about like my parents and the older generation it's true as they get older and especially since covid they worry about things they never used to worry about like parking Yes, parking seems to take up a lot of conversation about when we're going somewhere. Oh. Well, where can I park, and will I be able to park, and is it easy to park, and do I have to walk a long way from where I've parked?
0: Let me just tell you. And that, I'm thinking,
1: that, am I going to worry about parking when I'm seventy? Can am I just I?
0: tell you, my mum bought a new car
1: at the beginning of
0: last year. She won't drive the car. Do you know why she won't drive the car? Ca- I know exactly Come why. Come on,
1: tell me why. Because your mum lives in London. Yes. And she doesn't have off-street parking, does she? No. So she's worried about losing her parking space. She doesn't space. want to lose her parking space. So she has a car and a driving licence, a lovely new
0: car that she doesn't drive because she's worried that if she drives it, she won't be able to then park it outside her own house. So what's the point of having a car? Correct, Nicole. Do you think this is a logical argument? How many times, I mean, how much,
1: I, I can't waste my breath But it, on it but anymore. it's But it's a real it's thing real for her. older people because it's happened to my parents. It's happened, it happens with Adam's parents. It's happened with some of my clients who I'm still in touch with. And they'll, if we suggest where we're going for coffee and they'll be like, can in the late there? there? Can you park there? Yeah. It's not something I think about, but I'm thinking it's obviously a common thing. (laughs) I'm laughing
0: because I actually got a text yesterday from my stepmother about dinner on Saturday night saying, but when you go there, where do you park? There you go. How old is she? (laughs) She,
1: She's in her mid-60s. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's very odd. It's very odd. It's a very odd thing to worry about. Okay, well, let's...
0: Let's see how we get on in in 30 we'll year's report time. Back. We'll report, back in thirty, <laughs> in 30 time. year's time. So that's
1: what our Okay. That's what our club has had to say. Yeah. You know, we had a lot of comments on that. And as I put it up, they came up like immediately yeah. the responses.
0: I I knew this would be a show that would resonate with people because people worry a lot.
1: And I think we should do a complimentary show about trust. I love what Ella said. That that would actually be very interesting. It would, wouldn't it? Just trusting yourself or trusting the universe or just generally trust. Well, thank you for
0: sharing your feelings and thoughts with us. And if you'd like to send us another review, we'll be
1: very happy to receive it. No, we definitely want another review. You don't have to be so polite about it.
0: I like to be polite. Well,
1: please. Send a review immediately. She said in a slightly bossy but polite way. (laughs) The self-care bully is coming out again. (laughs) Come on, we want reviews. The reason why we tell you this all the time, we will tell you again, is because it shows Apple Podcasts that we are doing a great thing and they will keep pushing the show, which means that we can get it out to more listeners, which means that we can keep the show coming to your ears because if no one's listening, we ain't making it. No, then we're just going to go home. Sit yeah. on the sofa. What would we do? Cry. Cry. Cry? What would we do? Would I see you if we didn't make this show?
0: Oh, of course you'd see me. Do you promise? That's, that makes me so sad <laughs> that you would
1: even
0: say that. I I'm in quite <laughs> a vulnerable post-viral state. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I often think You're actually, about it. actually going to make me oh cry. <laughs> <laughs> She's actually so,
0: crying. I'd be so sad if I didn't see you. It would like break oh my heart. god she's crying. She's made me cry. Look. Can you tell I'm not uh, quite myself today? I never cry, do I? Let's just cut
1: to challenge of the week. Okay, good idea. The Self Care Club. Challenge of the week. Okay, so um what's cha- Sorry, I'm a bit thrown by Lauren's crying. Okay. <laughs> Here's what you are going to do for your challenge, clubbers, because we love, love, love the mental challenges. Yes, they're marvellous. They are marvellous. So here's what you are going to do. You are going to go back to the show and listen to the main worrying show. That's the first thing you're going to do. Then you are going to practice. Wave hello. No. Say hello. And wave wave goodbye. Goodbye. To your worries. That's what you're going to do. You're going to show compassion to yourself. You're going to acknowledge that you are worried about something. And then you are going to wish it well and send it away. Or slash and you can write your worry down and then tear it up and throw it in the bin. Burn it. Burn it. The physicality of it will help rid yourself of it. So that's what you can do. And we want to know how you get on with challenge of the week. As always. Nice. So Lauren is going to compose herself. Yes. I'm going to pick my mouth up off the floor and we'll be back after this short break. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self-care club.
0: That's all lowercase letters notion.com slash self-care club and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show.
1: Notion.com slash self-care club.
0: Wellness News Flash. So you know how we love to talk about what's going
1: on in the world of celeb wellness brands. Oh, oh. Well, we like talking about what's going on in the world of wellness. And it seems that it's always celebrity based now. Every week. Yeah. Some other bod has come out with yeah. some new product yeah. or retreat yeah. or serum yeah. or hairline or eyeliner yeah. or makeup. Or mythical tears from some weird Greek island that no one's ever been to. Or Spanx or
0: everything. Spanks. Like Kim K has a whole range of shapewear. She hasn't, suddenly,
1: she hasn't suddenly done that. Skims it's called. Skims. Have you got some? No. I really want some. What
0: for? What, what What of you is blubbing around that needs sucking in? There's nothing there.
1: I love that you think there's nothing there. I love that you think that. But there is. No, it's not. It, it's more like hoisting up, I would say. Hoisting? Yeah. yeah. Or do I just need a bra?
0: (laughs) I'd say go and get your bosoms measured correctly if things need hoisting up. They do. Well, then you need to get a better bra fitting. I don't think she does bras. All right. She does like thigh, bum, stomach.
1: (laughs) You know, I think they're anti-feminist. I agree. Oh, you do? I thought you were going to shout at me. Because whenever I say things like that in my house, I get shouted at. They're anti-feminist. Because why have women? Because there's no skims for men. There's no there skims isn't for men? any skims for them. No. They're allowed to sit on the beach looking like a beached whale, but if they're worth 25 million pounds, no one cares. All they're doing is showing their young hot fit model that's lying next to them. They don't have skims, they don't have spanks. They don't have to suck it all in and suck it all up. They could just let it fucking well hang out. Well so should we. Spanks are anti-feminist. I totally agree, and I have worn such as
0: such an item. And I have to say, they're Truly uncomfortable. You're like, can't breathe. You don't realise how well I refuse. And then at night you take them off and you're like,
1: oh my God, I haven't been able to breathe all night. I refuse. And the reason I I refuse is because A, they're anti feminist, and B, I work too bloody hard in the gym to then have to go and stick a pair of fucking spanks on. You don't need to. So, well, good. I work hard so that I don't have to. Okay.
0: I don't work hard, but I feel fine letting what is there just be there. So annoying. There's, stuff, there's flesh there, but I feel all right uh, about letting it exist. Because no one's paying me to wear a bikini or be a size zero <laughs> or strip off. There's <laughs> no one paying you no, no to one. model in a bikini no at the Victoria's secret I haven't got a bag new boyfriend and... So I don't really care If you did Right If oh, you Oh god If I had to bag a new boyfriend
1: Actually no I wasn't going to say that Oh Well okay If you did have to bag a new boyfriend Oh or god if you went through the menopause Yeah And like suddenly Your whole body Ballooned. changed Would you do anything about it Do you think I think I, I would have to You wouldn't have to I think I would But you wouldn't have to That's the point You wouldn't have to And oh. I love how How you How you don't buy into any of this shit And I would hope That you still wouldn't I mean, I'm totally bought into it and I'm totally conditioned by it. And I hold my hands up and say that as a feminist. I know that's wrong, but that's where I truly, truly hope that doesn't happen to me. I just wonder if it would. I wonder if with you, it's the fact that you've never really had to diet or work out because you've always looked the way you look or it's because really you just don't buy into it. I wonder which it is or is it a bit of both? Maybe it's a bit of both.
0: Couldn't really tell you unless... No, because you're a naturally slim woman. I had to look for a new boyfriend. God forbid I found myself searching at this age. I mean, the thought... I don't think I would look for a new boyfriend. I don't think I would either. I think I'd go very, very young. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Justin Bieber age, basically. Would you? Or just Justin Bieber.
1: I just don't think I'd bother. I think I would be very happy with my lovely life, with my girls, with my lovely work, my girlfriends... I just don't know. If well, I, I might be them. happy
0: with that. But I mean, a couple of times a week, I'd like Justin Bieber to, to get come laid. over. I'd like Justin Bieber to come over. But they thought all of like Justin Bieber? Bieber. I don't know. I just because as I've got older, Sa- older and older and older, it's
1: Zac Efron. Surely well, Zac
0: Efron's a little too old for me these days. <laughs> He's at least 32, isn't he? I, like, I would definitely go Zac Efron all the way. So there is a fabulous, fabulous writer called Harriet Walker. Yes. She is actually the Times uh, fashion, fashion editor. editor. Yeah. She's Hilarious. Hilarious. If you look at any of her articles from the Times, she actually wrote a brilliant article this week about winter boots, which reminded me that I have an amazing pair of cowboy boots that I never wear. Are they the ones you're wearing now? No. It's an even more amazing pair that that I bought from the Outnet and I never wear. And Harriet's article reminded me to wear them. And she's just fabulous. She's very funny. She's very witty. And she writes all about fashion and celebs. And so she wrote this great
1: article all about well basically celebrity wellness brands yeah it is absolutely brilliant do you want to read a couple of paragraphs from it i'll read a little bit
0: of it but do go and have a look for it um in the Times so you can get the whole thing she was talking about uh, going to harrods to the launch of kate moss's cosmos um range and that's where we found the article because we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago on the show. Forget Westminster. The woman of the hour was in Harrods yesterday at the launch. Her faithful adherents had waited all summer for all hail our new prime moisturizer, (laughs) the latest celebrity wellness queen, Kate Moss. Everyone needs support. She said at a breakfast to celebrate her new beauty brand. Cosmos is all about taking care care of yourself. The range starts at £20 for a herbal tea bag, and and rises to £120 for the sacred mist eau de parfum. I didn't want to say I was doing a perfume, Moss 48 told guests, spritzing it in circles around her face and upper body. That's boring. Everyone does that. This is more of an aura. It's an environment. (laughs) It may be (laughs) reminiscent of how teenage boys (laughs) apply their links, but if this is how Moss wears her perfume, sorry, her aura, then this is how we must too. There was a point in the mid noughties about the time the supermodel's clothing line for top shop launched that it seemed many women of sound mind would jump off a cliff if she told them to do it yes by then moss had already persuaded half the nation to adopt skinny jeans hunter wellies and eyelash bothering fringes not to mention boyfriends with
1: drill bees
0: <laughs> so so it's a brilliant true. article it is
1: anyway as a lovely surprise for lauren being sick in her bed I contacted Harriet Walker on Instagram and asked her if she would come on the show to discuss this latest craze in celebrity culture, everyone jumping on the wellness bandwagon. And here is what she had to say. Harriet, hello and welcome to the Self Care Club. We're delighted to have you here. Thanks for having me. Um, So let's just jump in because we we were both saying just before, just before we jumped on to record that you're obsessed with this (laughs) you're sort of fascinated with
2: this whole subject of the celebrity wellness brands. Tell me why, why do you think you're fascinated with it? Because I almost think that they are like the new vogue for me. It- They're they're a bit like sitting down and reading a glossy magazine, because you get the kind of celebrity aspect, you get this sort of, I'm always desperate to read about improving myself without actually making any effort to do the stuff that these magazines (laughs) used to tell me. Um, So Goop is kind of, I, I think of it as my new vogue, I just love reading it, I know that I'm never going to sort of explore the outer reaches of um, you know, I haven't never, I've never done a gong bath, for example. Yeah, I just yeah. I like to immerse myself in it. I find it very soothing for some reason. So you like to sort of stay on the periphery of it, but not actually dive in. Well, I think I, you know, I'm a journalist and I'm also British, so I think those two things combined <laughs> make me incredibly skeptical of a lot of it. I, I, you know, my, my sort of personal view of all this stuff is whatever works you know if something makes you feel good then you should you should do it and if there are sort of special practices that you want to incorporate into your life that reduce anxiety or um make you feel like you're slightly more in control of the treadmill then brilliant but I'm just not sure that some of the things on offer from this celebrity wellness sector are doing exactly what they say they are I think a lot of the reason behind us behind the interest in this sort of product and in this realm is to do with how sort of stressed and out of control we all feel. Mm. Um, It's actually, it's uncovering something quite sad really, isn't it? I think everyone's just looking for something that they, uh, let me go back. I think I was at the Kate Moss launch recently. So her wellness brand is Cosmos. I'm sure you know about it. It was such a big sort of moment. Um, And as we all know, she is, after her partnership with Topshop, you know she is such a brand in her own right. Whatever she was going to do next was going to be a big media moment and a big commercial uh, event. And she uh, has launched a range of products, and it's all to do with rituals. It's it's um, some kind of skincare bits and pieces that you do. You know you do your face in the morning, in the evening. There's an oil, a serum, a moisturizer. There's um, herbal tea, one that you have in the morning and one that you have at dusk. And oh. it. <laughs> I they seem like very nice products I've tried them; they smell really nice Um, she's developed it with a really famous and well-respected herbalist so you know I'm not suggesting that it's not going to work and not going to make you feel good but I'm really interested in this sense of a ritual that seems to be at the heart of so many of these kind of wellness um, uh, self-care uh, you know th- these these sort of sort of peripheral hippy-dippy non-medical products that we've got interested in recently, it's all about ritual and I think that speaks to us not really having enough time to spend on ourselves. And also it's quite limited isn't it, that
1: word ritual means that it it feels very confined Mm -hmm. and very um, boxed in as in mm. you can't that you have to do the same thing. To me, it's like I have to do the same thing every single day. And yeah. what we've learned through our, so through this show and through our own wellness journeys is it doesn't look the same every day. We're not <laughs> the same every day. We're completely different human beings yesterday yeah. to today. So we're always going to need something different. Mm. Do you think that because wellness does, just touching on that, wellness, the wellness world, it does get a bad rap at times because it's unregulated um and it can it can tip into the unethical if you're not careful
2: Mm -hmm. um do you think that this celeb craze is helping or hindering that uh it's difficult to say isn't it i i suspect it's not a helpful thing i mean I, i like i say anything that um promotes uh you know, helping with anxiety, better awareness of mental health, um, allows people to sort of stand up and say, actually, yeah, you know, I've been having a really bad time recently. Anything that sort of makes that conversation easier to have and makes it, you know, markets it to a wider population, great. I'm, I'm so maybe celebrities are good on in that aspect, but I just I can't help but feel that some of the products, yeah. naming no names, I'm not particularly thinking of anyone in particular, but it's just like the new sort of logo t-shirt isn't it it's not necessarily adding to that very significant conversation that we all need to have around whether we feel okay or not well i'm very happy to name names
1: um (laughs) and actually going back to the kate moss cosmos range there was one product. i think it's her elixir or her serum and it's got and i and i the, the ingredient is i swear to god quote The mythical tears of chios that is an ingredient that passed me by (laughs) that passed me by so so we have been obsessed with this one ingredient chios is we figured out was a uh, a greek island and mythical tears it's some sort of resin of some sort okay Um, and that's just one example obviously we've been totally fixated on that because it's just so funny (laughs) Um, But that is one example of what is going into some of these celeb wellness brands because they have to market them. They have to be different. They have to stand out because it's such a saturated market. I mean, do you think these are real things? Are Mythical Tears of Cheers a real thing or is it just a way to market the (laughs) brand and allow it to stand out?
2: Well, I can't speak to the tears exactly. Um, <laughs> I the, the interesting thing about the Kate Moss stuff is that her, the sort of spiel behind it is that it's all um it was all inspired by her garden. She really likes gardening now, she doesn't go out clubbing, da-da-da. Um and so the, the ingredients that I saw anyway are all sort of, you know, lavender and uh, bay and it, it all felt quite Cotswolds-y to me. I I the mythical tears I hadn't noticed. Um, <laughs> But then you know who can say the formulations of all this stuff it seems you know I, I've never really known what's in any beauty product. I um maybe I've buy bi- I've sort of by-stepped quite a lot of beauty stuff because my skin my skin is so um sensitive and angry that I've just never really used anything with any sort of fragrance or anything so I think I'm in a habit of standing back and saying oh gosh well I I don't know what's in yeah. that um yeah. I'm not sure that this that all the wellness products people are buying are being crushed up by hand in a sort of old apothecary shop I think they're being made in a factory yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's uh, yeah like we were saying earlier it's it's not about what's in it is it's it's almost about the act of sort of slathering it on and I think that is just spending time alone for many people isn't it I'm yeah you know, I've got two small kids. Being alone in a bathroom putting on moisturiser is basically a spa day for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Yes. my> <laughs> and it doesn't matter whether it's Nivea or it's Mythical Cheers. Or Teal. <laughs> Teals, <laughs> it? I provide the my tears, uh, yeah, my own <laughs> tears.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mythical Tears of Northwest London or South London. Yes, I exactly. love, love it. <laughs> so let's talk about the cost a little bit because these celeb products, they don't come cheap, a lot right. of them. I know. And this, you know, Brad Pitt's new, uh, I think it's his genderless range he's just brought out. I think mm-hmm. one of the products is something like $230. Wow. So they're coming at quite a steep price tag as well for us to invest in. And it's, you know, supposed to, it comes with a big promise and a big price tag, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. guess is
2: what I'm saying. Mm-hmm.
1: What do you think about that? I mean, we're heading into or we're in a cost of living crisis. People are struggling to heat their homes and pay their electricity bills. Like, how is this how is this coming out now? Because it feels like it's a bit of a pandemic of every celebrity in the world coming out with a new wellness brand at this cost.
2: Yeah. What do you think? I guess lots of these brands that are launching now have been in development for maybe a couple of years. They strike me, some of them, as pandemic projects for A-listers who weren't allowed to sign on to films during that time. And they were thinking, OK, where where am I going next with my brand? And oh, I, yes. and I'm just guessing. But um, because Goop has been so successful, um in in that kind of the lifestyle that it creates and sort of sells to people I think lots of celebrities have thought okay yeah I can get on board with this but I think that goes hand in hand with something that we've seen over the past decade or so which is this kind of um glamorization of of health of health becoming a status symbol in its own right um and where that's personally I think that's rooted in the vast inequalities that we have seen since the recession in 2008 you know you've got literally half the world in decline and half the world getting more and more money and you know ever more billionaires being minted and um, and I think obviously this winter is going to be really really hard and I think there's going to be lots more of that and I think as that divide deepens you see on one side this almost like a different race you know like a different species almost a kind of super race of very thin gym honed voluminous hair um taking lots of supplements they've all got pelotons like I think that health in itself has it's almost like a new designer handbag totally totally because it comes at such a price tag doesn't it and it's a kind of it's almost like a it's a it, i think it's a version of stealth wealth as well because you're not saying look how much money i've spent on myself it's look how look how well i'm looking after myself and i think yes. lots of wellness feeds into that because you know you feel like you're taking steps to sort of improve yourself and everyone loves the feeling of having done something you know of having eaten a vegetable or done some exercise you know you never feel worse for having done that um never. and i think perhaps some of wellness is a version of that it doesn't help the wellness conversation,
1: does it? For the people that are skeptical about stepping into more wellness and then they do a little bit of research and they touch the surface and they see all of the things that you've just mentioned. Mm-hmm. It can be quite
2: off-putting. Oh, it's it's deeply intimidating, I'm sure. I think what's slightly depressing about wellness or let's say wellness culture is that it comes at a time when everyone should be healthier. Um, and some people need more help with that than others and actually maybe that's it's something for governments to be far more involved in and where it's gone instead is this sort of unfettered branding by people who are already really rich Uh, yes yes (laughs) which is exactly
1: why Lauren and I are We we cannot stop talking about it and we cannot stop showing it on the show. Why we always want to bring attention to it, because we believe at the Self Care Club that wellness is it's a very personal journey and without sounding too cliched, it does come from within. It's about, you know, can you stand up for yourself? Can you say the word no? Can you ask for help when you need it? Can you have a difficult conversation when something isn't right in your life? These are the things that we are always trying to push in terms of what self-care really looks like Mm. Mm. mythical tears of chaos so to us it just doesn't it just doesn't cut it it's nice it's okay but it's
2: we think it's very surface totally and I think exactly as you say there are lots of things that are good and beneficial about what we're calling wellness but I'm not sure that they're distilled into a product and I'm not sure that it will ever be something you can just get off a shelf
1: yeah or throw money at
2: yeah, well, I mean, sometimes that does help you feel like you're making some kind of effort, doesn't it? <laughs> Maybe that's it. It's the act of parting with cash for something makes you think, OK, well, I've invested in myself. I think it's that's accountab- what... accountability. is
1: right. Yeah,
2: totally. Yeah, it's a bit like getting a really nice new gym kit, even if you don't wear it. You feel like. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Let me ask you, I mean, I
2: think you mentioned it before. Have you ever bought any of these products? Have you ever been tempted to buy any of these products? Um. Well I mean I mean I love a wellness craze as much as anyone else so yeah I'm sure I have um just trying to think what are some of the wellness crazes that you've that you've tried out well I got really into chia seeds do you remember when chia seeds were quite new and exciting we Um, have done a week of chia seeds on the show it's actually a very funny show Lauren hated them I totally buy into the whole superfood nonsense Oh, I, no, I don't think it's a nonsense. But the thing with me, I mean, maybe they work too well. I got terrible headaches because the whole thing is that they sort of they, they puff up with water, don't they? And I think they yeah. take lots the of water out of your body. as well. <laughs> so I was sort of had them for a week thinking oh, I'm going to be, you know, Al McPherson by the end of this. <laughs> I just had a splitting headache and had to stop. And I felt very out of step with with the zeitgeist. It was very, very depressing. <laughs> um, but that, yeah, that was a, I, li- I like that one and what else i mean you know i i am as much of a sucker for this as anyone else i have a NutriBullet. i use it all the time um i have i had a step counter on a watch that i have since lost i think um, um you know, i've definitely bought into it but i i don't really do products i think is where i, I yeah. that, but that's sort of that's just kind of me really i don't do a lot of you know beauty or ritual or stuff like that
1: no, but it is all part of the wellness stuff, isn't it? You're a, work, you're a working mum with two small children. Of course, you're going to need a neutral Of course, you're going to need a step account. Of course, you're going to need these things to focus on to make sure that you invest time in, in looking after yourself. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, Harriet, what, who do you think will be the next person to pop up with a wellness brand? Or do you have
2: any like inside scoop about who might pop up next? Oh, that's so interesting. Um, I don't have an inside scoop for you, I'm afraid. But I think I was thinking before we chatted, I was sort of trying to think out in my head what my sort of theory of of celebrity wellness is and for some reason the name that popped into my head was was Jade Goody do you remember she did that um and it it was just enormous and you can still buy it and it is one of the best-selling sort of celebrity fragrances that's ever been made in the UK yeah it 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 has this kind of cult success and I just I know it's strange isn't it but um and it was massive when, you know, when she was alive and when she was famous, it just seems like that's the direction that celebrity wellness is going in. Like, I, I wonder whether in not too long a, um, a time, the winner of Love Island won't actually be fronting a fashion brand. It will be a sort of a version of wellness instead. Yes. It will be, be that kind of mass uh, audience for it. Because I just think that's where we're going sort of societally, if that makes sense. Um. It does and actually that makes people
1: quite excited about the route that the wellness world could go in because if it's going to be aimed at everybody and anybody perhaps
2: perhaps it will do a little bit more justice in people's lives I hope. I mean I think I I worry about people just sort of paying money for things that don't really work. I I get, but I guess that's that's just capitalism, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I think um, one of the things about wellness is that it it has always been around. I feel like my um, my parents were kind of they were they were sort of seventies hippies, really. But they they always you know we went to health food shops when I was little, and they always just seemed like the weirdest places actually one of the really good things about wellness is that those there are more and more of those shops and more and more people yeah. go in um and you know people cook with lentils now and they um you know almond milk is is not a sort of middle class preserve it, it, you know i think you can see all this good stuff filtering into the sort of wider economy and mass culture and that seems a good thing to me yeah i agree what would you what do you want for people to know
1: about the wellness world and the celebrity culture around it
2: Oh, I think, I think just treat everything with deep cynicism. That, I mean, <laughs> that's not very healthy advice, <laughs> is it? I just, I, I wonder, I'm, I'm sort of surprised. Caution, how about a bit of caution? Caution, that's a much better word. It, it's interesting to see the celebrity names that are popping up attached to these products, because it strikes me that they are very similar to the, the celebrities that sort of sold us fast, fast fashion. 10 or 15 years ago and yeah. I guess my starting point with anything is like what's that product got to do with that person why why would I want to buy your version of it yeah I love that thank you so much that's just brilliant we've loved having you on the show we love your articles
1: in the times <laughs> they always they always make me laugh and they always resonate so thank you for that um and we'd love to have you back if you need to come back give me a shout <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Lovely to see you. I'm just so chuffed. Harriet came on the show. She is so nice of a her. delight. And if you are wondering why it's just me talking to Harriet, it was the day that Lauren was sick, and I ordered her to go to bed. I so. Didn't even
0: get to chat to her.
1: What is coming up on next week's show, Lauren Mishcon? Okey doke. Okey doke. No, no, I'm just saying okay. I know, I know. It's just you've never said that before. Haven't I? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Okey doke. Every week, a new geriatric phrase (laughs) leaves
0: (laughs) leaves my mouth. Soon, I'll be talking to you about parking. (laughs) <laughs> but Nicole I, I can't. can't I, I think can't, you've
1: overdosed so I on Lemsip
0: do you <laughs> <laughs> I've certainly overdosed on something today I'm all over the show. okie doke what have we got coming up on next week's show I'm actually really weirdly excited about next week's show because it's something I've wanted to do yeah, since have. the 1980s <laughs> and it's taken my whole adult life to do it we're doing colour therapy yeah I mean some of you are too young to maybe even know what that is but it was such a thing about knowing your colours
1: what colour are you what it season are you it wasn't a thing it was colour a me thing. beautiful was yeah
0: absolutely massive we're talking
1: about the psychology behind colour
0: well we're doing and it's how a, it's it, a show in two
1: parts and how it affects your mood yeah that's what we're talking about
0: Talking about chromotherapy which is colour therapy yeah and also yeah colour therapy in your actual clothing
1: yeah and that's what we're doing that's what we're doing And it's a great show, so please make sure you check in for that. So that's coming out on Monday, and then the following Wednesday we have a revisited show—just a little snippet from one of our past episodes. We hope you're enjoying those. I'm
0: enjoying listening back to those,
1: even though it's my own podcast. Ah, because they're—you know—it reminds me of
0: years gone by. I know when we tested out. Well, because a lot of it, we were in lockdown. Yeah, that's true. We weren't even together. We were recording on Zoom, so it's like a little diary.
1: Anyway. Thank you so much for listening. Lauren tells me off when we dribble. I do. End. It's true, and that's what we're doing. So, thank you for listening. If you want to be in touch, hello at selfcareclub.co.uk. Find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. Come find us on TikTok at selfcareclubpodcast. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Twitter. We are literally you can't
0: get rid of us everywhere. We are permeating the wellness world like a tea bag, <laughs> <laughs> like a perforated tea bag. Let's not waffle. Let's just say bye-bye. Bye!